Welcome to the Warrior Women Project podcast, helping you become a warrior woman, sort your shit and find better balance in your life. Hi, it's Jen here from the Warrior Women Project, bringing you the next episode of the Warrior Women Project podcast. And we're talking today about rule number, rule number three from my book, Become a Warrior Woman, Nine Rules to Sort Your Shit. Now, rule number three is quit with the excuses. Now, this chapter is about self-sabotage. Now, I've spoken a little bit about self-sabotage in some of the other podcasts. Um, I've also kind of mentioned in a couple of them about coming from a place of love. And that's what this podcast really is about. It's about how to overcome your self-sabotaging behaviours. So you might be wondering what self-sabotage is. So probably the best, the easiest way to explain it is when someone goes on a diet and they buy all the food in and get themselves all organised and then they get to maybe the weekend and they've been really good all week so they deserve a treat and go on an all-out binge or they have all the food organised and then somebody suggests let's go out for dinner and instead of making the right options when they go out for dinner they take all the food that they've maybe love in the past because again they think they deserve to have because they're coming from a place of not love and they just basically go back on it and then once they've gone back on it instead of picking themselves up then at the next meal or the next day they go oh well that's that diet ruined then and then they just start going back to eating shit and they don't do what it was that they said that they wanted to do and that they they said that they wanted to feel and they said that the actions that they were going to take. Quite often this happens when we're either feeling stressed or bored or angry or self-conscious. And we sometimes when we're in these when we're in these emotional states we can make really bad decisions and we sometimes approach it with I don't care with an I don't care attitude and it's so much easier when you get to to blame something or someone else but I say this completely from a place of love it is your fault it is your responsibility So if you're saying that you want to look better or feel better, then you need to stop giving yourself excuses. If you say that you want to find love, start with yourself. So I want you to think about these questions. Do you ever prioritise yourself? Do you make snap decisions without thinking about your end goal? Do you eat for your health? Do you exercise or do any activity to keep you healthy but also makes you happy? Do you have hobbies, interests or external work activities that entertain you? 
And are you learning new things every day to develop yourself into an even more amazing person? So when you have a think about those questions, how many of them are you answering no to? And when I say no, that means if you're kind of hesitating and saying, "Mm, sometimes, then I want you to think about why. Why is it that you're not prioritising yourself? Why is it that you're not keeping your end goal in mind? Why is it you're not eating for your health? Why are you not doing things that make you happy? Why are you not doing things that help you grow as a human? Quite often, the reason that we don't have these as a priority is feelings of not being worthy, feelings of not deserving, and feelings of not being enough. Now, you might not say them out loud or let anybody else know that that's how you feel but there's a good chance that that's why you're you're approaching and why you're sabotaging any any goals that you want to set yourself. I have done a lot of work on feeling not enough and we have realised that if I approach my goals from a place of love for myself, a love for my body, respect for myself and respect for my body, I am going to achieve those goals much better than if I am approaching that from a place of, I don't care, I'm going to feel it this anyway, I hate my body. Now, I read and watch a lot of Brene Brown's work, I really, really enjoy her work and one of the the books I've got the most from initially was The Power of Vulnerability and in that book she discusses about feeling disappointed and that it's so much easier to prepare yourself for being disappointed so that it doesn't feel as bad when it happens so you know or I always feel at this or I can never lose weight or I'll never be fit enough if you've already got that mindset running then when you don't achieve it it's fine it doesn't matter the problem with that when we're preparing ourselves for these negative outcomes and disappointment is you don't get to feel joy You know, you don't get to feel that excitement, that happiness, that love. And when you're dampening down the negative feelings and when you're trying to numb the negative emotions, you know, when when you feel bad about something and you sit and binge eat a family bag of crisps or you go out and get absolutely hammered at the weekend, you're numbing those negative emotions. Even when we binge watch Netflix or we go out and have a massive shopping spree, that's all just numbing the negative emotions we feel and when we switch off those negative emotions we're also switching off the positive ones there's no your brain can't distinguish between the two it's just numbing emotion full stop it doesn't know that it's it's numbing all that happiness and all that joy that we can feel so being able to to feel the bad stuff lets us be able to feel the good stuff and a lot of that comes down to how how do you speak to yourself what are the what are the words that you run in your head? What is it that you're telling yourself? I used to be horrible to myself. I used to be a sergeant major shouting at myself, going, Oh, you can just do this, you're move your fat ass, you can lift heavier than this, don't stop being a fat lazy bitch. I used to say these things to myself and I never I thought I was motivating myself and I wasn't. I was being so 
horrible to myself. So when you think about how how you speak to yourself and then think about how you speak to your friends, would you ever speak to one of your friends like that and expect them to still be friends with you? Would you let any of your friends speak to you like that and then them still expect you to be friends? And we are horrible to ourselves. I have clients who tell me some of the things that they say and it's heartbreaking that they don't that there's not that feeling of love and feeling of compassion and feeling of worthiness. So you have to ask yourself, why do you speak to yourself in that way and why do you let yourself get away with it? The other thing to think about when you are, when you're working towards a goal and you start having sabotaging behaviour, what influence do the people around you have? You know, are people questioning what it is that you're doing? Oh, you don't have to lose any weight. Oh, you don't have to get fitter. Oh, you don't have to start your own business. Whatever it is that that you're that you're wanting to, or do people put you down? Do people make you doubt your own abilities? And if they do, why why do you let them feed your insecurities? Why do you let them feed your self doubt and self sabotage? You want to have the people around you that have a positive energy, that inspire you, that motivate you, that encourage you to follow your dreams, that encourage you to eat healthily so when you're on that diet they'll eat good too or they'll help you pick the healthier options from the menu if you do decide to go out for lunch instead of bringing what you brought in with you. You know when we are struggling to believe in ourselves we really need the good positive encouraging people around us to help turn that mindset around. And that, can, that has a, such a huge, huge, huge impact on your emotional health. So when you look in the mirror, who are you when you're looking back at yourself? You know, I posted a picture on social media, it's on my Instagram feed, and it's this absolutely perfectly still river, and the reflection of the trees, and the reflection of the bridge, and everything it was just an absolute perfect image perfect mirror image and you could see it and it just looked so beautiful and it was exactly mirror image and one of the questions that I asked is when you look in the mirror why do you not see that mirror image why do you not see that perfection looking back at you if you're looking at yourself and the first thing you do is go my eyebrows need done I've got spots I've got grey hair coming in I've got hair falling out my skin's looking dry, I've got wrinkles. If you're looking at yourself and thinking these things, you're not looking at yourself as a vision of perfection. And that's not to say, I know here, particularly in Scotland, people will say, oh, look at the straight heart, she loves herself. And they don't use, they don't say that in a, a nice, positive way. They're meaning that as a complete insult. And it's not about thinking that you're better than anybody else or feeling that you're better than anyone else. It's looking at yourself in the mirror and going, I am beautiful. And I am perfect exactly as I am today. And maybe you want to improve things and that's allowed. You're allowed to want to improve. That's what what growing up is. It's about growing and developing. And maybe you want to lose a few pounds if you're doing it for your health. Absolutely fine. Maybe you want to have smoother skin so you buy a better face cream or a different face cream. You go for massages. You go and do things that are about giving yourself love and giving yourself care, not about, oh my God, I need to not eat for the next two weeks and just drink tons and tons of water or 
health, health shakes that aren't actually healthy or anything extreme like that. It's about what can I do to make myself feel really good today so that when I look in that mirror, I just think, that's me and I love her. I love that image that's looking back. And it can be hard. It can be difficult, but you need to start somewhere. And then if you can do that, you're going to inspire other people around about you. You're going to inspire people to have a better attitude towards themselves. If you think about it, I know I've said that I'm not a fan of the law of particularly a fan of the law of attraction, but if you think about self-sabotage as being the law of attraction the wrong way around, if you put out shite, you're going to get back shite. If you put out goods, you're going to get back goods. And I'm not suggesting that if you think, oh, I want a diamond ring, and you just think about it and get a photograph of it, that you're going to get that diamond ring. Maybe you are. Maybe you're going to go and earn the money that you need to earn to be able to buy yourself that ring. And if that's what you want, fantastic. But it's not about wishing for things. It's about making things happen. And that negative law of attraction... The first thing you need to do is recognise that you're doing it and recognise that you're self-sabotaging. And once you've recognised that you do it, that's the first step. That acknowledgement is the first step in being able to turn it round. So I want you to grab a pen and paper and I want you to think about these next few questions that I'm going to ask you because maybe the what it is that you're trying to achieve isn't actually what it is that you want to achieve. So that first question, what is it that stops you with, from sticking with your goal? So if your goal is to lose two stone and you keep sabotaging it, what is it that's st- stopping you from sticking? What is it that's stopping you from getting there? Then I want you to think about what is it that you believe about yourself that stops you from staying on track? So maybe you doubt, you have doubts about yourself. What are those doubts? Maybe you, you believe that you don't have enough willpower or that you're not strong enough or you're not fit enough or you don't have the right support around you. So what is what is it that you believe about yourself that stops you from staying on track and what doubts do you have about staying on track? And then the next question is, what is it about the action that you don't want to do? Is there a particular part of this that you'd want to do so I'm just going to stick with weight loss so if it is weight loss and you hate going to the gym don't go to the gym find another activity to do if it's you don't like vegetables then find another way like have smoothies have juices have soups find another way to be able to get what the nutrients in that's not a way that feels like it's a punishment And then the next question I want you to think about is why is it okay to not stick to the plan? So what what permission is it you're giving yourself when you decide to give up, when you decide to walk away? Why is that okay? And then the next question I want you to think about is where is that coming from? What is the voice inside your head telling you? So what permission is it that you're giving yourself that allows you to walk away? 
And then the next question I want you to think about is why do you think this challenge that you're avoiding can't take you to a place of better happiness? So do you think being slimmer is going to make you happier? Do you think eating all the cake is going to make you happier? Do you think starting your own business or changing job is going to make you happier? Or do you think staying where you are is going to make you happier? So it's whatever it is that you're trying to put in place, is the outcome going to make you happier in the long run? And if it's not, then why are you trying to achieve it? You know, that's a really important question to ask. If you don't think that being a dress size smaller is actually going to make you happier, you need to work out what it is that's actually going to make you happier. What is it that you're not happy with that you're trying to find? And then the last question I want you to think about in this section is, if you have success, what does that mean to you? How will things be different or better for you? So, you know, when you hit that goal, when you drop the dress size, when you get the new job, when you start your own business, what does that mean to you? What are you going to get from that? How will things in your life be different and be better for you? So these questions should give you an idea of where your self-sabotaging behaviour is coming from, what it is that's holding you back, and when you get a better idea of them, then it's easier to move forward and it's easier to keep going. So you need to be prepared to do something different to get a different outcome. So you can't keep eating the cakes and expect the weight to drop off. You can't keep sitting moaning about your job and expect it to all of a sudden change. You can't wish that you had your own business if you don't actually do anything about it so whatever it is that you're wanting to achieve you need to be prepared to do something different to get there otherwise you would already be there and remember it is your fault now I have in the book some other questions and exercises around this That you'll find really really useful and hopefully help you fall in love with yourself and help stop you beating yourself up about past mistakes because there comes a time in every warrior woman's life that she stops bullshitting herself that she's going to get so pissed off with herself and realize that it's time to take responsibility and control and make herself a priority And at the end of the day, it's down to her to make the change and to be happy. And when you're ready for that, we're ready to help you. So I really hope that this podcast has been useful. If it has been, can you please, 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 please go over to iTunes. I was going to call it Instagram again. No, it's iTunes. (laughs) And give me a five-star review. And that will help me help other women. So it will help, help me get iTunes to promote my podcast. It will help me get iTunes to recommend my podcast. And that will help other women become a warrior woman. 
if you would like to get your hands on the book so that you can get the rest of the exercises. It is Become a Warrior Woman, Nine Rules to Sort Your Shit. It is available on Amazon in paperback and Kindle version and also on my website warriorwomenproject.com. Just head over to the Work With Me tab and then select the option to buy the book. And if you get any questions, comments, feedback, please fire them over to jen at warriorwomenproject.com. In the meantime, I will see you on the next podcast. Take care.